Blog Talk Radio. Six man. Radio. 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 Ladies and gentlemen, the full data, 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 the full full the my girl Nadine, one love, let's go. Bodega Fresh. Bodega Fresh. Bodega Fresh. The world is a ghetto like them boys said. Can't buy that time behind Pharaoh Bridge. Get tangled off a narrow ledge. Or your top push back like you get pairs. You be trying to get free like you did prayers. When you found, bound by your hands and legs behind currency. Declaring an emergency for your roads, Plato's, Polars and Franks. Era, era, pep, buggers throwing rocks to the tank. A twisted, twisted, with big tits, a lace up your drink. Saying the same shit they gave, take the things of been cranked. Little German shepherds, Matt Tanner, carrying shanks. I get a don't shit change at the range of the weapon. If you won't give it, better change how you step it. The pain is the same, shit with change and wits. If you wanna keep, keep a bit of clothes and lips and Bodega Fresh. Bodega Fresh. I'm a street dude. You a meat dude. Lip wristed bright colors. You a sweet dude. I'm a street dude. You a meat dude. Lip wristed bright colors. You a sweet dude. I'm a street dude. You a meat dude. Lip wristed bright colors. You a sweet dude. X crack killer who makes money to rap. My step clap willers who speak front and on track. I'm a street dude, you a meat dude, lip wristed bright colors, you a sweet dude, X crack killer who make money through rap, my step clap willers who fix frontin' on track, in the streets of NY, you and your friends die, send my street niggas to murder and lynch guys, I'm a brownfield nigga for real, you a clown still getting the deal, listen, beat street, beat street, street fighter, Wall street, in the street car called desire, 20 but jump street, Run up on Street Kings, 187 with you hearing that heat sing. Same street with Mike Tyson was raised. Soon as the sun set, the guard light up the haze. Streets raised me, what about your balls? That bitch still in the street. Streets raised the wrong.
keep it there, there, right there, perfect, pertinent. Gonna get that work in, gonna put your back in it, stand in it fast like this moment is your last. Can't keep hoping, do the math, yo, that shit'll never last. Hey, I was thinking just the other day about some shit I heard my granny say. My sowing seeds, how to harvest your belief, faith, be in peace. Didn't get it till a minute ago and got up and rose. Pay attention, banging on some shit till we made a rhythm. Shit kick off when we in zone. It's ironic that we ain't really playing with them. A dark nigga with bright ideas. The Lord be the light, who might I fear? Pressure from the peers, man, sinners and saints. They say yes to bullshit, Joey D can't. Gotta be honest, supposed to be frank. Nigga take your turn or it's hurry up and wait. And while you on the couch waiting on your breakthrough, they tell you the key was to break in. Weak like that from the fake friends Stay true to your afterlife debut And with this little time on earth The earth gets crumbled, never stumbled to work Worth a big gift. It took a long time to get here. Uh, precious stones that I'm stepping on. Like the shoulders of giants who make their breath from bones. But even idols turn to rivals. I guess they think that my smile is that of a crocodile. Or is it an alligator? But nature goes in the cycle. So even if you were first, how you figure that you the final? It's up to you to choose love or hate and keep a humble face When you trailing at a runner's pace And when it comes to cake, nobody doesn't like their relief But for that salary, zealous and stalking like celery Tell them geek down, my attitude is sweet brown And when punks jump up, I turn their beats down Everybody wanna be the chief and call shots Not enough Indians Too many better off as a mall cop Low blood sugar, Paul Block with the lollipop <laughs> So be yourself and not a copy ox Cause one day that body stops Mr. Rap Jack Tatum, I break back the rap cats who fabricating. You just a worker, why is your boss hating? Talking bullshit, get lost and translate. Mr. Rap Jack Tatum, I break back the rap cats who fabricating. You just a worker, why is your boss hating? Talking bullshit, get lost in translation. Nerds making the game lame, you birds faking. I will smack your fucking head off, verbatim. Line for line, rhyme for rhyme. I will end your fucking career with the sign of mine. My life, my life, I've been the cool with the drama. I'm at peace now, ever since the nigga took his shahada. So moody, my raps are so groovy. Bald head and big bed, I'm so suity. 50 MCs, put them in the line. Get 50 more thugs with their hand on your nine. It'll take 50 more before I go for mom. Buck 50 cross the face for niggas thinking they rhyme. It's nothing to end your life. BF, throw choke on a Kimbo price. Free! Yeah, man, that's what I'm talking rock. about. 50 MCs, oh boy. Rock. Yo, Gil, what up, though? Like I'm boning Oprah. What? I got your number. Fuck a Motorola. I buck a loaded toaster. Burn bread and turn heads to comadosis. Comatosis. Sleep well. I'm conniving. Like my dog in D12. I'm surviving. OB style like B12. Me fail never. Let your face wrinkle up. Pop you, then come back and wet the same. 
ain't spot up like sprinklers. Yeah. One war, don't think of us. Soon as you do, we'll shoot at your crew. Get us back at my spot with the beautiful view. This is living for me, but music for you. Simpson, rice plate for statement. Feet yeah. on my way, still scrapes right. the pavement. Assault rifle like a limo truck. I don't A&R, put your demos up. Uh, 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 uh. And give me the cash flow. I'm Muay Thai rappers and call them collabos. Catch a knee to the face, you can sleep in the lake or hand over the keys to the safe. from Godzilla. This is my favorite turtle, my face, please. This is Don La Truth, man. One third of the mighty Godzilla. You now rocking with 
Bodega Fresh on Six Man Radio. Yeah, with our home girl named Dame Michelle. Peace.
What's up, y'all? This is Jill Scott. You're listening to Bodega Fresh with my girl, That's my man DJ Strikes right there. Deduct riches, who better with pictures? The flow school up, fuck wetter than dishes. Mama say if you marry, make sure he got figures. Daddy say be respectful, don't never say nigga. My nigga, there I go again, breaking my promise. What is upon us? Lie on my sheets and I ponder. Reciting my mantra, I should put mics in a condom. I'm coming for honor, strings like a green anaconda. On your conscience, brainstorming, best get you some ponder. Nice wonder, accomplished back, look what we accomplished. We're little to nothing more than they thought that we conquer. We winning and did it all with no bitter dishonor. Purple hearts for all the wounded, I wounded Obama. Healthcare for the welfare, call it lyrical trauma. If you, it's critical, they sick and vomit. To the full, if they ever think, we break it like Amish. Traditions told niggas like minstrel shows A black in the face that ever took shots in my race Like Mason and Mason jar be hell if I break Tears for all they fears, they hearts would all ache Like the many females that drank Chappelle with old Drake And don't see a next day, it's my flow similar fate For these rappers, I look over them like it awake Peek in, look at them still sleeping, word to Big J Hey, I weigh my options like back in the mosh pit Pushing me with the quickness, I send them to hospice every day
passport for a kid from where the building be And where the dealings be Staircases was clear to me But y'all ain't hearing me Feeling all love is love All my liquor dog Hit the park, shit, I love a cup All of this is ours, this is ours This is what it was Black top, back block Told you this is what it does Shooting jumpers, referees We're doing uppers No uniforms, we called the game Like they was rude to run us Truly love us, we're working on our handles Traveling on parade About some dribbles with them vandals And we on now This is Bodega Fresh. There's no cat sleeping on the bread. <laughs> Yo, y'all, this is Pakistan representing Q and Five Music, Extended Fam, and the Plague, and you checking out Bodega Fresh, y'all, every day, all day. Peace. Out of the park, sleeping under Fresh. the light. Not afraid of the dark. I'm afraid of the light. Seen a lot of the park. Got a lot of the bite. Swam a lot of the sharks. Stepped a lot of the shite. Stole a lot of the shows. Spawned a lot of the clones. Shot a lot of the hoes. Found a lot of the crows. Spent a lot of the gross. Broke a lot of the cones. Coast a lot of the coals. Out of clothes. I cracked a lot of code in the machine. Tricks all of my slaves. Tricks all of your screen. Which ones to believe? Which ones to delete? Each one you receive is screened by the regime. Well, even once it's your body, better keep your receipt. I love chicks and petite. I love chicks and so beast. I love chicks in between. Most talking is cheap. My talking is cheese. Chang, chang. Shut up at your face, candy 
deep breath of butane I done been through a lot of shit like Andy Dufresne Mostly capital H, from for capital gain Into vaginal space, international dames Trying to rule over sand, you ain't Saddam Hussein Get anybody that's mad, red like capital Spain Keep the jack on my waist, keep the jack of all trades Keep from shackles and snakes, keep from shackles and chains Blow out candles on cakes, get your campus okayed Super Saiyan your showcase, rappers panic and rap me The ones my cameo made, don't get carried away Y'all don't carry no weight, y'all are carry okay Every moment some dame, at my pantalones Trying to feed me some grapes, trying to feed me some game Trying to get some jewelry engraved, trying to get me engaged When it come to matrimony, y'all know I'm blowing glaze Yo, peep it, lottie dottie, we like to party, but don't start trouble, cause we know karate. So please, foes, don't try me, my peace foes are grimy, but see notes will probably beat up your mommy. Put these jokes aside, we see both societies, cold rules and laws and guidelines entirely. But yo, peep the irony, all this is fine, me to kill it, and still yet I keep hope alive. See, we don't stop till we get it, get it, got it good. I evolved the rhyme schemes and did a lot of good. If you ain't with the time, I recommend you probably should, cause you know I go for my from the hood to Hollywood To my peeps under the steps Don't speak under your breath We let the world know What we plan to be doing Because sleep is the cousin of death So pay attention to get an invitation To a family reunion Come on Bodega Fresh Bodega Fresh, your girl Nadine Michelle, we're on Six Man Radio, third Sunday of the month, because that's when I come on, the first and third Sundays of each and every month, and today's guest is none other than another crazy ill MC that I'm also a big fan of, and also real cool friends with, I'm happy to bring him to the show and bring him to you guys, it's none other than MC Pack FM, say what's up Pac? Yeah, yeah. What's I'm going to have you on the show. <laughs> um, <laughs> so many things. Um, really found out about you um, through a good friend of mine, Rebecca, and okay. she told me about QM5. And she, okay. I was doing Hip Hop 101. She's like, you got to get QM5 on your show. I'm like, who is QM5? It's like, you got to go to a show over there. There's, there's this group of MCs that's really ill. There's this one guy, Pack FM, and Mr. Mecca. Who be first told me about? So I went to a show of you guys at the Lions Den, and I think it was really by accident because I didn't know that you guys were going to be there. But I think I sought you guys out so I could meet you, and there you guys were having a show at the Lions Den, putting it down. That was why, okay. like almost <laughs> ten years ago now. <laughs> yeah, Lions Den had to be a good ten years ago. That's, that's what I'm yeah, <laughs> ten years ago now, and I was. I was really floored by everything from the set alone, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? From from just the, the camaraderie of the, the pack of two and five alone, but you yourself, everybody in the set, if you guys know Q and Five, you know everybody's in the set is a ill MC individually on their own, notwithstanding the man that's on the phone with me now, Pack FM. So, you know, I want to start off by saying, you know, you're also a graffiti artist. So, I want to kind of start there. Like, which came okay. first, you being a graffiti artist or an MC? Uh, I, I don't know. I, um, it was kind of at the same time. Like, I remember always, like, in junior high school, I would 
write on stuff, write my name on the desk. But then I started getting in trouble because I was pretty much giving myself away saying who did it. I couldn't deny that I had written, you know, so I started up making up names or whatever. And then I, one day I remember writing like on one of the doors on my block <laughs> with like this little corny, like, damn near crayon marker <laughs> and then like you know so it just evolved from there but at the same time while I wasn't necessarily writing my own rhymes I was um like you know always kicking rhymes that I heard off of my favorite album so I would kick like Big Daddy Kane rhymes and right. PMD rhymes you know what I'm saying but you know I would, I would act like it was mine or whatever so like <clears throat> so I was always rhyming always doing graffiti now the graffiti progressed on its own and me writing my own rhymes progressed on its own so like both of them was like almost simultaneously like just me being a part of both of those cultures because I've always been um into art you know what I'm saying I was I was I've been in art school since I was 11 years old you know what I'm saying so like when I was when I went to high school I went to um LaGuardia High School which was uh, for art and pretty much all my classmates were into graffiti too or whatever and we would just pass black books around and that was pretty bad but the fact is I was trying to keep up with them so I would like study their styles and I would really just try my hardest to keep up and on the other side another another half of the school was always rhyming and I was just actually thinking about that yesterday that none of my graffiti friends were really involved in the in the rap stuff that I was doing and vice versa none of my rap friends were any involved with any of the graffiti stuff that I'm doing you know what I'm saying like those two worlds like never world. actually mm-hmm. yeah they never they never intertwined with each other I remember one time I was uh, going bond with one of my friends and um I said to him, I was like, yo, do you rhyme? And he looked at me like I had three eyes all of a sudden. <laughs> He's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, the two worlds were just so separate. Right. But it was just two things that I had, like, a big passion about. But eventually, like, one of the, my big things is I'm not going to jail for that. And, um, you know, as I became, like, I knew once you reached a certain age, that they could just take you to jail. Like, I've been caught, like, once or twice, and I was so young that, you know, they couldn't really do anything with me. Wow. And I knew that once I reached a certain age, yeah, they, what were they going to do? They can't throw me in jail at 16 years old. So, oh um, yeah, they would just be like, all right, well, you go home and you tell your parents about this. And I'd be like, uh, yeah, all right, no problem. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make sure I do that. And they would be like, give us your address because we're going to come by and check. And I'm like, all right, whatever, just make up an address. That's crazy. Okay. As you're 16, you don't have real identification or anything like that. So when you once you become like 18, you're held accountable for things. And I was like, this is not really worth me going to jail for. Like, I would still do it. I was a lot smarter about it. Um, mm-hmm. I used to, What I used to do was um, I used to work at McDonald's. And... Um, Sometimes I would have to go there at 5 o'clock in the morning. Now, obviously, I'm like mm-hmm. 17 years old, still living with my mom. But, you know, at that time in the morning, she's asleep. So I would just right. tell her the night before, like, oh, I have to go to work at 5, and I would leave at like 2.30, and I would just go all around the city, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I would tag up. So, like, I started getting smarter with it, but at the same time, I was like, nah. So when I started making rap music, I kept the same name that I had from Graffiti, and um, I made... Um, my first single, the logo that I put was my tag, and I was like, this is going to be my way of getting my tag around. So that's why my logo is my tag, because that's my way of getting my name and my tag all around the world and shit. You know what I'm saying? Because it's legal now. <laughs> like, right. You know, like I'm not, I'm not going to get in trouble. So it's like, it's cool. So like, if I do a show in, in fucking, I don't know, in Germany or whatever, and they put a poster up, there's my tag on the wall in Germany. You know what I'm saying? So that was the logic behind it was... The logo is going to be my way of getting my name out and 
making music that people want to hear it will make people see the, the records and the covers and all that type of stuff you know so that's another reason why yeah so those two worlds like I make them intertwine but in my personal life they had never ever crossed paths other than just that's me crazy. you know what I'm saying yeah. yeah. Wow, that's crazy. really crazy. And then like <laughs> when when we are gonna jump into like your 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 hip hop career then your your M C yeah. career because it's it's illustrious, it's it's deep and it's it's not it's it's really what a purist of hip hop really is within yeah. you and within the people that you stand with and roll with. So right. we're just gonna get into that. I mean, it says that you really kind of started on your battle career winning like like prestigious freestyle battles and I'm like wow you were yeah, winning was, 88 hip hop battle championship you're in the Hall of Fame for that bragging rights tournament yep, Everlast yep. Harlem lyricist championship I mean I got a, I got a belt hour MC from the battle <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I was, was that's crazy I'm like oh my god that's, that's how we did it like we didn't like when we did the battles back then it's not the same way they battle now back then it was it was all tournament based like now it's like they have somebody go up there and it's like you know who you're going to battle um three months in advance and you have a chance to write a verse or a song or a love poem or whatever you want to do <laughs> you know mm-hmm. and you know and and that's it and you go up there and you battle one person and there's no real body nobody really judging it it's just they just put it out there you know what i'm saying like people right, just judge for right. themselves and, and it is what it is today that's just how it is but when i was battling first of all that was our only way like there was no uh millions of people watching battles back then it was the the 50 people in the room uh and that was it and you know right. you won and, and the word would spread but nobody really saw what happened but um yeah I, I I was battling since I was in high school in the hallways. Like you know, like I was shy at first, and I didn't have the confidence. And I remember there was this one dude that was so dope in the school, and they were like, "Yo, you should battle him." And I was like, "No, I shouldn't." <laughs> they were like, "Nah, you don't. You should battle him." And I was like, "Nah." So one day, I think it was the same day actually, we were walking down the hall, and he was like, "Yo, who want to battle? I'll battle anybody." And they was like get him back and I was like nah <laughs> and I couldn't say it like that because then I'd look like a, like a bitch so I was like alright and then we battled Aww. and then we battled in the first first we battled like in the bathroom and um and I thought I was going to get smoked and they were like oh and then we made so much noise that they kicked us out the bathroom we ran to the lunchroom next round I'm still with them it's like oh so we're like battling all over the school now eventually I ended up losing because I wasn't prepared for this and this dude was just going around to smoke because you, know, you probably know you know Mr. Ed he goes with um, Dugius or whatever yeah yeah that's the first dude I ever battled in my life that's the first dude I ever battled and we was going at it, and he was on fire, but, you know, at the end of the day, I lost. But it gave me the confidence to be like, all right, maybe I can do this. So fast forward years down the line, the next person I battled in public was Poison Pen. Because mm. we had um, a mutual friend, and Poison Pen was battling the 88 Hip Hop. And Poison mm. Pen um, was just going through everybody. He was smoking them all like nothing. And my man was like, yo, you should battle Pen. And I knew Pen. But I was like, word? Right. And I'm thinking like, yeah, I'm going to go in there. I'm going to, I'm going to know what I'm going to say, everything. And I get up there. So this, I'm, I had all these lines planned, but Poison Pen was just freestyling, cracking jokes on me like crazy. And I was, I didn't know that realm of battling. Like the battling I had was just, if you got rhymes, kick those rhymes, make them better. And um, he was freestyling on me and I didn't know what to expect. And uh, he won, you know what I'm saying? 
So mm-hmm. then uh, the next time I was supposed to battle, um, I forgot who I had to battle. I had to battle again at 80 Hip Hop. They were looking for um, someone. I don't know if it was to take out the old champ or like, you know, whatever. They had it like every week. And, you know, if you win, you just go to the next week or whatever. So they brought me up there. And I forgot who I had to battle. I think it was Wise Guys mm-hmm. or whatever. But I was more prepared this time. Right. So then I started freestyling. And then I went 13 weeks straight. You know what I'm saying? Battling everybody who lived there. For a pumpkin head, I had to battle him. I had to battle Breeze ever flowing. Like, you know, I just had to just keep up with these dudes, you know what I'm saying? And, and right. it was a, 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 a task <laughs> to, to know that you can't go up there like you used to and kick the written line because I learned my lesson. I was like, I got to know how to freestyle now. Right. So I would go in there and I would freestyle. And I would practice to the point where people were like, nah, he's kicking written. There's no way in the world he's freestyling. And I was freestyling, you know what I'm saying? Like, of course, I would have, like, lines in my head, like, oh, I'm, I'm going to just try and get to say this line or whatever. But I was freestyling, you know what I'm saying? But that was the big controversy. Like, there's no way in the world if this dude was freestyling. And I was like, good. Now they're paying attention. So then Bragging Rights comes out. And that was a tournament where they put four of you on the stage at the same time. Now, you don't know who they, they pick your name out of a hat. You have no idea <laughs> what's going to happen. So they put you up there four dudes and you just all freestyle and try and battle each other now the first time I did bag rights I didn't win I don't think I made it past the first round because once again it was something I wasn't familiar with but right. as history shows once I learned <laughs> it's a wrap so the next time I got in bag rights I won that one um, I think I had to battle yak balls I had to battle uh, invincible uh, a couple of people a lot of people were in that battle so then you know I was like on fire and I was like alright now I'm just doing all these battles and I just was going everywhere and one time I was broke had no money and I saw a flyer for a battle $50 was the prize I was like alright <laughs> it's my $50 I'm going right for that <laughs> I just went in there went downstairs I was like yo you had a battle tonight they was like yeah I was like alright <laughs> stop my name up I'm <laughs> in everybody got my $50 the dude walks up to me and was like, yo, you didn't pay to get in. Ah, <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> he took $12 out of my $50 that I just won. Damn. Yeah, oh, so but it was, but that's just how much I wanted to battle. I would do it for anything, and um, you know, I had a lot of fun with it. There was a lot of, a lot of good wins, a lot of controversial wins, a lot of controversial losses, and it got to a point where it was overshadowing anything else I wanted to do. So um, I just started making records after a while. So, um, I think one of the last battles I did was um, a battle uh, diabolic, and that was really controversial. Like it was almost like a battle royal. Looking like we almost fought up in there. <laughs> and uh, me and diabolic are mad cool now, so it's, it's it's water under the bridge. But like you know that right. that night, I remember I said to myself, "All right, I gotta stop battling. I just gotta start making music and shit." Right. So um, yeah, that's it's just yeah. that's where my roots came from. Just freestyle battling, like you know, I respect the cast of battle now, but I feel like put them in the element that we were in, and they wouldn't survive. They wouldn't you know? survive because, and I felt too at that time it was kind of like your your rite of passage in order to yeah. become an MC that's respected, truly respected. Yeah. You had to come through that. You know, and that was like that was like an order. It wasn't like you know, yeah. I'm gonna skip this part. That was like kind of mandatory. Now it's like exactly like I've done so many battles where like the cats, you know, that you would see in it. Eventually, like a year later, they were putting out records that people respected. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because they were in there. Like I remember Idea. I remember his first time in Bragging Rights. Nobody knew who he was. Nobody cared about Idea. 
You know what I'm saying? But he was earning his ranks, you know what I'm saying? And then he started doing the battles. He did the Blaze battle. And then next thing you know, he's doing, like, giant tours with, like, atmosphere and slug. And he's, like, this, this phenomenon. And, you know what I'm saying? So, like, everybody would come up through there. And now it's just, like, you know, you, you get in these battles. And I don't know. And they just battle just to keep battling. And it's yeah. not really doing anything. Because nobody cares about the records anymore. You know, they're not. I don't know any of these battle MCs. Like, I'm not. I'm sure that. Most people aren't really checking for their records like that, you know? No. It's well, not like, oh, like, I got to hear something from this person. It's, it's right. But we were doing it to the point where, like, you heard of us, and now, you know... And I guess another thing was, it wasn't on YouTube back then. Like, when we battled, there was no such thing as YouTube, which is how long ago right. that was. YouTube did not right. exist. And um, mm -hmm. cell phone cameras didn't exist. So you heard the, the legend of this cat battled, C-Ray's Walls was battling, et cetera, et cetera. You didn't necessarily right. see it, but next time you walked into the record store, you saw the name on the shelf, and you're like, oh, I heard this guy is dope. Let me check it out. So that was your real opportunity to check it out rather than, all right, I'm going to hear this guy, and here's a battle I can check out on YouTube. Oh, snap, there's another battle of his on YouTube. You're never going to make it over to iTunes to check this dude out. You're just going to keep watching battles, you know? Right. So it's just a whole entirely different era. Yeah, it's it's a totally different culture even than the way yes. it's received. So, I mean, it is what it is. It evolved into, you know, other things, and so have you. So, right? Exactly. It's, 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 just, it's just how the times go, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, when you started recording, what happened after this? You decided to start making music, and would you right. get signed, the, the was, or were you just independently all the time doing it yourself? Uh, like, how was it moving? Well, for the most part, it was always just, um, just the idea was to make records. Like I always wrote rhymes and I wrote songs, you know, and I was, I was just trying to find a way to put them out. And I started recording an album and then with the producer and I, we fell out. So then I didn't, mm -hmm. once again, I didn't have an album. So then I just started battling and then I met up with Tone Deaf and, uh, we, he got me back into recording music again. And, um, I ended up putting up my first single through, um, Bronx Science with self-titled, and that record did really well and uh you know it got people recognized and then i started doing um mixtapes with like abigail and dl and that's when mixtapes wasn't just a rapper putting a fake album out with with other people's beats a mixtape was like a mix of of songs and the music and stuff yeah exactly there was an actual dj mixing songs together and so i would um mm -hmm. do the freestyles for those tapes and it was actually a physical tape <laughs> that's another thing <laughs> Um, Just a little history there, people. Mixtape was an actual cassette. <laughs> so but things like that is what got me on. And it was like, all right, uh, people could, could hear my voice and they could hear what I sounded like. And they wanted to see things. I mean, they wanted to hear more from me, whatever. So, um, you know, working through Tone Deaf, we started uh, doing the q and Five music. That was his label. Um, and he was smart enough to know how to put records out and how to market them. It was a lot of trial and error, like there was a lot of things that didn't necessarily go right, a lot of money lost. But he knew the ideas of putting records out for more people to hear rather than just keeping it, um, you know, local or anything like that. So we put out a couple of records, some EPs, some singles, some um, some mixtapes that weren't cassettes. <laughs> You know, and it was it, it was just building a buzz because you know it was still early in the internet age, and we took advantage of the internet to the point where back then it was frowned upon. 
You know, they would right. call us internet rappers. They were like, ah, oh, look at these right. internet rappers. Because, you know, we were, we were smart. We were like, yo, let's go to these message boards. Let's cross the message boards. Let's do this. Let's do that. Um, and we were ahead of the curve. But people were frowning because they, they thought knowing how to use the computer was some nerd stuff. Right. Right. And we're like, all right, let it be nerd stuff. Yeah, but people yeah. are paying attention. <laughs> you know? Exactly. I mean, and so we started off really early pushing that button of, of, of promoting yourselves through the internet with MySpace yeah. as he as he has yeah. MySpace is like the catalyst to a lot of things um, jumping right. on. Right. Now it's like MySpace is like, mm, whatever. You yeah, know what it fell off. But we, we knew how to take advantage of all that exactly. stuff. And, and, mm-hmm. and another thing that we did, we weren't, we were never the type of people that would just feel like, oh, let's just do this and not pay attention to people's reaction. Like, you know, we, we also thought like consumers as well. So we were like, all right, this is annoying when people do this. Let's make sure we don't do it like this, but let's do it in a way that people want to hear it. So we would always try and think outside the box with the way we promoted records. And that was a big deal with um, a lot of people. And they, they liked that we would pay attention to them that way. So we, um, we would do special packages, pre-order packages and all this type of thing. Like the marketing was such a big part of it. Uh, you know, more so than just being an MC. Like, we had enough confidence that the music was going to speak for itself. We just had to get people's attention hearing the music, you know. So it was more so about the way that we marketed the records and we sat down and we thought in that capacity, you know. And I guess, and not to say that the music is the backseat, but the music was second nature, you know. Right. We, we pushed the boundaries. That was already just, in the back. Right, we were already creative individuals. We were just like, yo, you know, we get up there, we just make music that we feel, real honest music, and you know, there's no, there's no formula or contriving the music. You just make whatever music you feel, and then just market it the right way. So we were always ahead of the curve as far as marketing, which is how we started doing the um, the shows and the mega tour, the mega show and the touring and all that type of stuff. Like those are all things that nobody was really doing yet. Like specifically with the mega show because that was something that we created that we hadn't seen anybody copy yet and people have tried and they still haven't been able to do it we we were putting a label showcase together it was amazing i have to say i went to my first show uh, i'm trying to remember that year i feel like it was like 2008 i can't remember though it was at bb king's that's all i can remember oh, that was 2005 and we did yeah. okay okay so it was 2005 yeah. wow that was a while ago i'm coming yeah, from doing ride. The I'm with my girl i know yeah. right and at that point you were like people were like yo come to the mega show blah blah you're gonna enjoy yourself i'm like all right i'll be there we came from this boat ride dressed to the nine Come in, I'm like, it's packed in here. What the hell? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then I kept saying, I, the only thing I kept saying about you guys since the day I made, I'm like, you have such a strong fan base. How did they build right. such a strong fan base? You know? Because oh, yes, people put music out. You know? <laughs> people were putting great songs out, but you guys had this base and it was like authentic. It, you guys did it yourselves. It wasn't money that was behind it from a label. It wasn't corporate. It was just you guys individually, independently. Right. You know, so we, that was I mean, in hindsight, we could have made a lot more money because we could have just gone in there and just racked and gone home like anybody else would have did. But when we would get paid for those shows, we would take the money and we would invest that into making the show better for the fans. Right. So, like, all the little extra things, like, we would, we would spend money on buying glow sticks <laughs> so that everybody walking <laughs> the door gets a glow stick just to have that moment where like everybody put it up and then you just see everybody with a glow stick in the air you know like just little little things is what we would spend the money on we spend the money on flying uh special guests out or whatever and mm-hmm. and just just little things 
that make the show that much more special as opposed to, you know, just, all right, well, we got a show. We're going to get up there. All right, what songs are going to do? And do fucking 20 and songs and leave. Yeah, no, nah, we were like, let's give these people an experience. And then that'll translate into more sales. You know, like when people will be like, oh, I want to support this because they see how much we put into it. And um, mm-hmm. even if they don't buy it right then and there, they're going to go home. They're going to remember this. So like like I said, it was more about thinking on a marketing level than just thinking, oh, I'm going to get up there and I'm going to rap or I'm going to do this song and it's going to be dope. It's like, no, you have to really give people an experience. And, you know, that's always been our focus is making sure people have an experience with everything that we do. And it shows, I mean, everything that you do from the music to the shows to the, mm-hmm. the shirts to the merchandising yeah. to communicating yeah. on blogs and, and promoting your music, even as a collective, it's, it's amazing to see because you don't always see that as well with Tone Death. Yeah, I mean, and you know, there's the Plague and Extended Fam, there's Cunning yeah, Language, I, there's so many of you guys. I, and and everyone is doing really dope. Cutting Lewis is breaking a ground right now with their next album, which is something nobody's doing, and I can talk about it now because they've already got an emotion, but right now, their next album that they're doing is completely fan-based. They have it where the fans are voting on who's on the songs and what the song's about. Like They basically set up a Facebook poll system where fans, first they vote who's going to be on the album. So the fans would just say, I want Jean Grey, I want Raskas, I want uh, Farrell March or whatever. So whoever gets the most votes from the fans are the people that make it to the album, right? Mm. Now, obviously, there's some there's some executive power there. Like, if, if a million people say they want Riff Raff, that's not going to happen. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, but at the end of the day, it's like, you know, the fans are saying that, all right, so fine. So then you got... These these are people who made it that all the fans voted for. So now, all right, who's going to be on what song series? So then the fans will go and they would vote, and they'll say, all right, these are the people we want on these songs together. All right, fine, we got that. Then the fans pick the beats. Like so, the fans are pretty much A and Ring the entire album. You know what I'm saying? And that's something that nobody's ever done. Nobody's given the fans that much power to actually create their own perfect album. You know what I mean? And that's the type of stuff that, that we're all into, you know what I'm saying? So it's always it's always going to be about the people who buy the music first. We're not going to be like, you know, and the the dudes who are saying, hey, you know, give me $100 for a mix CD and thinking it's about the fans and, and masking it like that. No, we're letting you do it and we're not going to overcharge you or anything like that. You know, we're, we're really going to have you involved and we really have you in mind. This is no schemes or anything like that. Like, we really exactly. truly do everything for the fans because without you, then we would just rap for ourselves, you know? Exactly, and <clears throat> you're not doing it for yourself. You really are yeah. giving it yeah, to the people and, and involving the people in the whole process and everything. And, and from it alone, the fan base has grown and, and you're respected mm-hmm. on by other MCs on that level. You're touring a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've been through Europe and Australia and things like that. What is one of your, what is one of your favorite places to perform? Yeah. What happened? Uh, I don't know. So far, right now, the best show I've done was in Australia, but I was—I wouldn't necessarily put it on the location. I would put it mm-hmm. more on the fact that I had perfected the set to the point where it was like seamless. Like mm-hmm. I, every time I do a show, I'll always go back and I'll watch the tape, and I'll be like, "All right." this is a mistake I'm never doing that again or I should do this more blah 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 so now it's just to the point where I can go up there and rap with my eyes closed or whatever and you know 
do my grocery list in the back of my head <laughs> if I want to. Hey. <laughs> it was just the, the point that, that, you know, I really uh, perfected the set. But um, as far as crowd responses, I don't know. Like, a lot of the times we, you know, most of the places we go, the people really want to be there, so we get good crowd responses. Um, yeah. New York is always a good thing when the people come there. It's always fun. Um Fun thing, I, there's so many places that are just lots of fun. <laughs> they're all they're all so much fun. Um, yeah, and it's the thing too. Thing like a lot fun. of people will say New York. Oh, New York yeah. is not fun for an indie show. I'm like, but you haven't been to a Q and Five show, right? It's, yeah, it's you know why? Because a lot of people out of control New York, bananas. Yeah, with, with with New York shows, um, a lot of times the people like the New York scene is just very industry. So you have pretty much everybody who shows up to a lot of events are being there just to be seen, just to network or whatever. When we do shows, we have people that fly in from other areas, and you know they really just want to be there because we don't do a lot of shows in New York that often. Like mm-hmm. you really don't see us performing a lot. So if you know that we're doing it here, then you know this is probably your only chance. So you're going to get more people who are just eager to see the show rather than just going out because it's something that's going on that day. You know, right. So we, we we do that purposely to create more of a hungry vibe, a vibe for the fans rather than just, oh, yeah, it's just someplace else to be tonight. You know, I didn't know what I was going to get into, so I'm just going to go here. And then nobody's yeah. paying attention to the show. Um, exactly. But when when we do it in New York and, and the people are there and they pay attention, it's an awesome feeling and super live. But I just feel like anytime we do a show when there's more than... 50 people in a room. <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> I didn't hear you. I think I got cut off. Yeah, I said, as long as we do a show in New York and or anywhere that we do a show when there's more than 50 people in a room, then uh, <laughs> then it's going to be fun. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's just about the crowd. The crowd is what creates the show because, like, you can have a bad show anywhere. Like, I used to love doing shows in Seattle, but the last time I did a show in Seattle, you know, people came out, but they all got like super drunk because it was like an open bar oh and my goodness. by the time I got on they were just they were smashed and it just wasn't an enjoyable experience so it's you can't oh, really no. base it on yeah you can't base it on the area it's just about the people that come through and the and the um, actual scenario so like you know I can't I'm not gonna uh make anybody feel like oh he doesn't like coming to my state I like coming anywhere as long as the people are there to have a good time exactly exactly mm-hmm. so this last mega show and I, you know, I say that, and that people have, who have gone and who follow you guys know that this is the, that was the last mega show. What what is that about, and what is the direction that you are going into now? Uh, the last mega show is because mega show is, takes so much energy to put on, like it literally eats um, two to three months out of my life and Tone Death's life. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of the other people in the roster can't get too involved because we, me and Tone are the only ones left in New York City. Um, so, so like, you know, kind of like there's not much they can do, you know, other than, you know, help us with ideas and stuff. But as far as executing and promoting and all that stuff, it's, it's a two man job and it's a hassle. So, you know, we're, 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 we're pushing the age limit there where, you know, that's not the thing that we want to be doing at that age. Um, right. You know, so it's and to, not to say that we're never going to do a show of that magnitude anymore, but right. there won't be anything else called the mega show <laughs> anymore. Um, okay. But, you know, it's not the last time you're going to see all of us on stage or anything like that. Like, that was the biggest thing about the mega show. It was your only time to see the entire roster 
on stage putting on like full entire headlining type sets you know um mm-hmm. but we'll, we'll we'll do other stuff um you know we might do uh, we might have the whole roster do a show in france and right. you know have people fly out there and call it wow. um Cirque is so mega. I don't know. I don't know right. what I'm going to call Something it. Something like that. <laughs> but that, and that then, chapter, you know, the mega that show might done. turn into crazy, too. That might yeah, turn you know what I'm saying? But it was fun. Like, we did, I think we did 10 of them total from 2002 to 2013. 10 total. We only skipped uh, two years or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and every time it's been great, people have flown out. We've done it. Only time we took it outside of New York, we did it in um, Los Angeles. And people still came out for that. People flew from wherever they were to come see it. And, you know, it's always been a great experience. Um, we got footage of all of them, possibly put something together for people to, to get. But, you know, it's 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 just a, a huge undertaking to put it on. Like, And this is because nobody else can put it on the way that we do. Like, because nobody else understands what the fans are going to expect you know what I'm saying like we could always be like oh we'll just hire people to do it but then they'll just put on a regular show but we know right. what the fans have been paying attention to and the little inside jokes like that's another thing like we just put so many things that we know that they've been paying attention to over the year into the mega show so it's like when you watch it there's like little parts where like they'll chuckle and they'll get the joke and just those little right. things those little details is what makes it a mega show and makes it really important that nobody else besides me and tone or someone who's inside the label can put on so mm-hmm. you know as far as you know we just don't have the the capacity to, to keep doing that right now um but there are other things that we're going to want to do Okay. It's not the end. Of, it's not the end of Q and Five. It's not the end of our rap careers or anything like that. Right. Tone is finishing up an album. I got a record um, that I have mm-hmm. to finish up. The kind of linguist records, substantial doing shit. Like the whole label, we're all super busy, and that's another thing. We're so busy with making music, and it's such an an inside job that you know we just don't have the time to focus on that anymore. And it would be awesome if we had a staff of people that can put it on for us, but you know, unfortunately, we don't. So uh, our focus now is just on making music and doing whatever else we want to do with our lives and not having to worry about, all right, what are we going to be doing from March to August? <laughs> you know? Planning this show. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, I can understand. Now I got I March to it. August free. Like, I remember I had a friend, he, like, really needed to talk to me. He was like, yo, I got some important stuff for me and you got to go over. And I literally, this is my words to him. I think he called me at the end of April. I was like, yo, I'm honestly not going to have any free time between now and September. <laughs> like, and I was like, what? Yeah, and I know he felt like I was blowing him off. But eventually he realized, like, yeah, I was not lying. Like, I was like, I'm, I'm not going to have a free moment between now and September. So it's just not going to happen. Yeah, but that's, that's how much dedication that it takes to do that show. Right, right. So yeah. what are you working on now? Like, what is the next chapter for you? Well, um, I'm finishing up a couple of records. I have um, an EP that I'm supposed to finish up called um, The Speaker King, which is more of like a different side of Pakistan that most people haven't um, heard yet. But uh, the thing about it is, like, I was supposed to finish it earlier this year, but, like, the inspiration to, like, really do it hasn't hit me like I'm not the type of dude who's just gonna sit down and make a song just to get the song finished like if it if I'm not if I'm not feeling it I'm just not gonna do it so I have to like really get the inspiration to make sure that it all flows out naturally and I'm not forcing anything um so hopefully I can get that finished and like it's halfway done I just gotta really nail it um I just put out a parody project uh that 
hilarious that people need to check. I haven't pushed it yet because I'm still tired from the mega show. <laughs> but it is, it is done. It's out there. It's available, but I haven't started really, really promoting it. But um, it's called uh, Mac Vintage. M A K B T C H Z. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, the premise behind that was uh, I got a. Um, an email one day this dude I get so much spam and I just decided to check it and it was 99 cent beats and I was like wow dudes are really selling beats for a dollar now <laughs> so I was talking <laughs> about it because uh, me and Tone Daff have a podcast called Tacos and Chocolate Milk so wow. we were talking about it on the podcast and I was just like you know I was telling I was like yo I got this email 99 cent beats like they're really selling beats for a dollar and I was like alright let me look in my pocket so I looked in my pocket and I had four dollars and sixty cents in my pocket at the moment and I was like alright this is my budget I'm gonna buy four dollars and sixty cents worth of beats <laughs> and he was like alright I'll throw in the extra forty cents we got five dollars so the EP is called the 460 EP because I took five dollars and I bought five beats off of it and I wrote five songs so the whole project uh, I wrote five songs and the beats were actually pretty good actually I'm not gonna I'm not really? gonna I was just going to ask, like, how were yeah. the beats? <laughs> the beats were, were, were uh, up to standard with uh, what is uh, popular today. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like they, were, they, were, they were decent beats. They're not like the illest beats in the world. Like, you're not hearing, like, like uh, no ID beats or anything like that. But they're good beats. <laughs> so, um, okay. Yeah, you're not hearing that. But, uh, you know, so took five beats, uh, wrote five songs, uh, and right. recorded them. Had it mixed uh, in a total of twelve hours. <laughs> <laughs> and it's twelve hours to do the whole project, and that was. And in between that, we ordered pizza and watched the UFC fight. So not all twelve hours were spent <laughs> writing and recording, but the whole project was oh done within goodness. twelve hours. So, uh, but you know, if you listen to it, like you know, it's it's really uh, catchy stuff. So you know, go to m a k b t c h z dot com macbitches.com and just listen to it you can buy that you can download the album for four dollars and sixty cents you know right. and that is literally the biggest um profit margin any record has ever had i think <laughs> we paid five dollars for the beat first record is gonna break even <laughs> exactly <laughs> oh my goodness so from there, like it's just nothing but profit it's just 100% profit the whole way you know so, but it's only $4.50 exactly. to download it you can stream it for free on Bandcamp or whatever but yeah you gotta you gotta check it out and you know if anything you'll laugh because we were riding down the street uh, playing it out the car <laughs> and like people were like it was hard <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's a dilemma. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a dilemma. The dilemma is because, like, if you don't know, you're like, "Wow, this is some new rapper," and it sounds like you know, it sounds like it could mm-hmm. be a real album. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to figure mm-hmm. out if we're gonna push it as me, or I mean, as a joke, or try and you know fool people. So you know, I I rather push it as a joke and you know let people know right. off the bat that it's just funny. But it is something like I've seen people. We, we've had people show us uh, chat trans, uh, transcripts of us of them trying to get their friends to listen to it. And you know, dude's like, I've listened to this. This is pretty dope. <laughs> it's like really dope. <laughs> like there's a song called "Quack wow. Like a Duck." <laughs> and, Are you serious? You know, like, That's crazy. Uh, yeah, it's really a song called Quack Like a Duck. And our fans love it. Like, we did it at the mega show, and they were like, uh, at the end of the show, they were all like, Quack, Quack. Like, they love it. You know, like, it's all catchy stuff. Like, it's right. all legitimately catchy. Like, if, if if I was to sell that to, to freaking, I don't know, Lil Boosie, he'd blow up with this record. <laughs> but, um, 
<laughs> but again, <laughs> that was probably the 460 album because it was that much worth of beats. Yeah, $4.50. And then the license and everything. Like, I, you know, it, it, I had to do, like, legal paperwork. Like, the site is legit. They're like, oh, you know, you license this shit or whatever. But it's a dollar. Uh, it's 99 cents each beat. You know, I might even buy I might actually even go there and buy another beat. <laughs> that was like just because that I, that I, that I liked yeah there was a beat that I was like yo this beat is actually pretty dope and I might go and buy it and write a song to it you know so it's, I don't want anyone from that uh, website to think that we're trying to knock their site or anything like that because this site right. does have quality music on it um, but yeah the, <laughs> so that was the last thing I recorded was the 460 EP um, I'll probably right. start pushing it once I get over my uh, I'm, I'm on like a little vacation right now from rapping so like right. you know, give me like another month and I'll get back into it <clears throat> So I'll start pushing that again. Kind of rest from the show. <laughs> yeah, I definitely had to rest. Like, I, it's got to the point. If you go to my Facebook page, it still has all the mega show promotional stuff up there. I haven't even touched it since then. Mm. Yeah. And like that's. You guys. You're out there still doing stuff. We're still. We can still yeah. expect you going on. Yeah, yeah. Five Matter of fact, Natty from Cunning Language just yeah. dropped an album. Okay. Yeah, he oh. just dropped an album the other day, and he just has a, a music video he just put out. It's him, Substantial, and Shot Stimuli, you know, mm-hmm. and it's a it's a really dope song and, and dope album, dope video. So, like, yeah, just go to qn5.com, and if one, if one of us isn't doing something actively at the moment, another one of us is. Like, we're never just going to yeah. fall off. There's always and something going on. There's exactly, and we're creative on. people. And we're not into, like, right now, you know, I think we're all reached a point where... Um, we're past the trying to keep up with the Joneses phase where it's like, oh man, everybody's putting out a record every day. Yo man, if I put a record out today and it goes up on like two dope boys, then by tomorrow it's not going to be on the site anymore. So I got to put another one on the site now. We're, we're past that. Yeah, now it's just like, that. yeah, we're just like, we're going to put it out when we're ready. If you want to hear it, go check it out. And you know, it's a lot more of a mature, relaxed approach to making music as opposed to trying to keep up with a lot of the crap that's out there or trying to outdo them or anything like that. It's like, you know, if you want to hear us, you know where to find us. Bottom line. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. And you guys support Pack FM, one of my favorite MCs, and the, the whole squad is just so fly. I've talked to Substantial on the show. I've had um, yeah. GMS on the show and you know, um, I'm gonna actually get into one of my favorite joints from the play called Twelve. So yeah, that. we all laugh on that. Oh yeah, Mr. Mecca <laughs> just dropped the album too, by the way. Mr. Mecca's always dropped, doing something, that man. <laughs> yeah, he just but he just dropped his. This is actually his first album. He just dropped it. It's called I Can Explain. I believe it's available on iTunes or whatever. But you know, support that guy. Um, like I said, everybody in the crew is always doing something. All right. All right, you guys. Bodega Fresh, your girl Nadine. Salute to you. Back at them. We're going to get into 12 by the plague, y'all. Yeah. All right. All right, y'all. On your normal morning, okay, plenty of time. But today you got to take into account your army of the 12 monkeys factor. What? Twelve monkeys, honey. Guess you folks didn't turn on your radio this morning. <laughs> it's the army of the twelve. You got Hydra and the Minion. Hydra on a record. Dominion. Army of the twelve. Oh, you know you're fucked up right now. <laughs> this is brought to you by. 
The Play. They don't want it. Q and Five Music. MCMI and the GMS, the most menacing. Sickness is the cure and music is the medicine. You are now rocking with the Williams sister tennis swing. Michael Jordan's hang time. B games, we never break. Slightly unsettling how terrorists are severing head from spine and time. All nerve endings are deadening. That's how we like to ravage. Either they fight the average cipher in the bill. What I spill, well, it's like savage. And they say music calms the beast, so call upon your demons, speak tongues to the deceased, and sacrifice your virgins on the dagger of a priest. Quarantine of this contagion can't contain what lies beneath the state of I am with the Mayan calendar reference. Your presence is the present, I'm gifting you to the essence. We keep it in all of you, that's Leviathan excellence. The play, bitch, you represent pestilence personified. MCMI is the entire empire. Prior higher powers ending is dire, die via electrified barbed wire, hog tire. On fire, eyes are sadistic, fuck Hey, bitch, listen up Okay, obey what we say or decay Your chapter ended If I quick clack and spray Won't be the way pack at limit mended Ain't no way to mend it You've descended to oblivion On yourselves, be the 12 This is Hydra's dominion You Shit, barbaric, barbaric, no man patterns. This abominable snowman, cold ass 96 below. Hope this when the efforts of people so crush up. Don't forget that you ever gone here. It's the ever of the dragon dog that's in your dick. Y'all ready to walk, get close to brown hair. Spitting them soft ass rhymes you got in my head. Brown hair, brown like we were raised by jackals. Breaking shackles made to battle. Like we're born to eight to cattle. Fearing these gorillas will be. Then it will we have you. Looking for a bullet to eat Yo, I'm bipolar No, I'm straight skip show Niggas in Paris know my shit crazy from the get-go Walking through my zip code Y'all niggas better tiptoe Cause my blood flows zip cold And it flows through my left nose I never had to flip code Why? Nigga, I can serve 99.1% pure Heisenberg Yeah, bitch Get your shit broken bad Watch your leg fold in half Should've listened, told you tap I ain't never holding back I'm mind-blowing Turn your brain to a cul-de-sac Keep your mind open Keep the fucking niggas off my path Cause mind open You wanna make today your last Come right on in Do me a favor, dog. Okay. Tilt your head down, scrunch your face, close your eyes. Put both hands to your temples, dog, and hold the side. The forward word play is reckless. If I'm told to drive, can you walk away with whiplash? That shit is no surprise. I make 12 year old groupies out of much older guys. But otherwise, blow your hand like when the cold arrives. The punchline's deadly as catch, cause while I'm so alive, the crowd salute and horns blow like when a soldier dies. Make it now, my father checking who next to try. Niggas bugging, you must be chugging that pesticide. You call a victory lap. It's my daily exercise And what you call the winning circles <laughs> Where I rest my eyes I'll divide the best of five for your demise and redefine just what it means to rhyme. Now it'll seem that me and my team are a little extreme at times. You better believe it, bitch. You finally be alive. You out of your league and crying. We'll never leave you dying. You praying for being defiant. You paying by meeting a giant. Watch out! Most us from amongst us at the forefront with the war drum. So we all come with the bum rush. Cowabunga! The war cry, we all grind. We all crush to your death, sword death under the tour bus. Feeling the chorus, we walk. Cause it's war, cause we walk, cause we're for New York, guys. <laughs> <laughs> 
y'all. This is Ramageddon, the Sergeant of Spit, and of rocking with Bodega Fresh with my girl, Nadine Michelle, on Six Man Radio. Tune in and keep it locked in right here, y'all. Salute. Puppet master fucks fans with no strings attached. Our old child support for the kids found in the cabbage patch. That made the impression never stale. I'm kicking over your garbage pail like a jam, but I'm still straight naked your L. It's bully for the season, I rhyme with the reason. Don't take my heathen, we'll show early to all of your meetings. Go on Piffery's shopping sprees. Put your finest feet for your homework, jerk. I literally outline them, please. Actual facts, when I just howled out of go to go. Got the flow, Mr. Beans split the wall like my shadow. It's 5 o'clock already. Time to swing my machete, stuck in this traffic jam. Banana in the tailpipe, Republic of Kajakistan Who wanna book a spit on your show? The motherfuckers got the dough, you can guess where I'ma go Like my no Facebook back Spilly James Ford in my passport It'll be in my grimy ass cohort Smuggling new ports flying out of Newark International The check can never bounce, I keep my capital substantially The guns are two-fifths of black, Mabel Jack Dandy Trying to handle the flame coming out of my smoking barrel Some of these bloggers, they post for the fuck of it Sucker shit, tell them eat a few boogers and suck a clip Cause as of lately, the rap Gang's crazy. It's trendy to rhyme like you were dropping your head as a baby. Some of these bloggers pose for the fuck of it. Sucker shit. Tell them eat a few bullets and suck a clip. Cause as of lately, the rap game's crazy. It's trendy to rhyme like you were dropping your head as a baby. Say this game, homie. I just silly spit these balls to death. If you mark the death, the guards spit balls, leave them called in your chest. Fucking name called you victim. Stage right on and on sight. One of the symptoms. Look at it. They outshine and out rhyme. It's about time. I break the game of all y'all. Ramagan beat the dopest flows ferocious The rap game lost its focus Niggas talk about they aiming them things You the aiming things that those that snatch the wind with things Jump block thugs, let her run off with the gum Fuck where you from, make this pussy with his own gun And after I'm done, I piss in your Air Force Ones Till your punchline is punch time, get beat to the punch Or beat with the punk, punk, whatever you want Changing here, Jersey niggas getting in crumb. Fix the purple with some low break scope. Smell the aroma when I'm sober. Turn your live and soldiers to organ donors. Don't talk beef. You got a mouth full of baby teeth. I'll aim the heat. The jet you watch your baby eat. More than dead and gone. Spit charges get you airborne. We just shake in the sandstorm. My clan strong. Warn the fool, not the faucet, dude. Walks off my click, never lack the fortitude. To be funneled in crumble men. With rhyme style stretching in rumble men. I'm dope, where the fuck you been? Murdering tracks, y'all niggas half ass. The guards mad, make you rock your flag and half fast. Some of these bloggers get post for the fuck of it. Suck the shit, tell them eat a few boogers and suck the clip. Cause as of lately, the rap game's crazy. It's trendy to rhyme like you were dropping your head as a baby. Some of these bloggers get post for the fuck of it. Suck the shit, tell them eat a few boogers and suck the clip. Cause as of lately, the rap game's crazy. It's trendy to rhyme like you were dropping your head as a baby.
telling them what, what, what I'm giving orders and guess I'm checking on it Better shake it off with me You don't want it now So impeccable, lyrical trust yes. A lot of other motherfuckers, material suspects I'm talking about you Cause you know you the most ass While you front fangs Know that your body ain't out trash Real talk, you need to peep the way that I enunciate words huh. You the reason records they'll fluctuate Urgh. How I got you so sick, Marsh, we that shit Now I'm lying, but this shit is just a vicious. Got a lot of bad luck, and I ain't even super 
be delicious. What? That's what? a bit ambitious. Yeah. Dinner is a Lucy and a bag of sweet as fishes. Now I'm lying, but I'm trying to find my niche. Uh-huh. It ain't about the clothes, it ain't about the bitches. It's about being naked to climb out of ditches. In my opinion, that's what the meaning of bliss is. Uh-huh. Get what the gist is, damn near 40. You be married in the house, uh-huh. a couple little shorty, a boy and a girl, yeah. a white rock body. Uh-huh. Sit on a finger like, yeah, nigga, applaud me. me, me, me. Sure as my name is Corey, Corey. the middle rubber. There's a happy ending to the story. We got the caviar dream. Bodega Fresh with my favorite universal lover, Nadine. Je ne serai pas celle qui t'aimera pour toujours. Non, pas moi. Bienvenue dans l'univers. On y va. I'm the 
You can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.